0: Welcome to episode 69 of Crack the Customer Code. I'm Adam DeCorek and I'm here with my co-host, as always, the illustrious, the inimitable Jeannie Walters.
1: Those are some SAT words you got out today.
0: Hey, you know what? You got to stay sharp.
1: I have to look <laughs> them up and make sure they're nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, you, know, you know I only say those words when we're not recording. <laughs> well, you, well are in, you are inimitable.
1: I Okay, I'll I'll own that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of you, I believe you have a sponsor message for us.
1: I do indeed. I would love it if our listeners were to join me and the rest of my team at 360 Connects each month for an informative customer experience webinar. After hosting webinars and courses for pop expert, word of mouth marketing association, marketing profs, and others, 360 Connects is now offering webinars to our community at no cost. Our next one is coming up soon. Sign up to learn more about how to measure customer experience success, how to write your customer experience mission, and other important and actionable topics each month. Easy registration at cxwebinar.com. That's cxwebinar.com.
0: And if you'd like to reach our listeners by being a show sponsor, you can go to crackthecustomercode.com slash sponsor for full details. So Jeannie, one of the things customers hate about customer service is finding it. Mm, Hmm. What's The right website. What's the right 800 number? Where do I get help?
1: Can you hear me now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can, but the customer service department cannot. So, and that's why I love the idea of embedded customer care. So what is embedded customer care? It sounds like a fancy word since we're on our SAT kick today. (laughs) Um, But it is basically customer service. that's right there. It's available in the app, in the program, whatever you want to call it at the touch of a button. Mm-hmm. And yet, so Amazon was really a pioneer in the field. So they started with their Kindle Mayday feature, right? Right, where you're in, you're on your Kindle, you can just sort of hit the button, and somebody pops up and says, "Hey, how can I help you?"
1: That's right. And they're well versed in the product that you're using, which sometimes is also the problem with when you call those customer service numbers, and you say, "I'm having trouble with my Kindle," and they say, "That's the Kindle department. We have to go. We have to transfer you." So I love this idea because it really is combining the best of uh, service for the customer. But also it helps the employees who are asked to do this as well because they can be very well versed in what they are doing.
0: Well, right. And what's beautiful is it is you're talking about getting to the wrong department. It's contextual. So if you're Mm -hmm. in the app, if you're on the site or whatever, they sort of know what you're doing. Right. right. You're right. you're going to the right support almost by default in most cases. Mm-hmm. And this is really interesting. So it's a big trend. And we're talking about a few of the examples because there's different ways. I mean, a lot of people know about Mayday, but I was very surprised to find out some of the different ways companies are approaching this. But there was a study by Gartner that said 100 of the 500 largest global businesses will introduce video-based chat by 2018 for customer-facing interactions.
1: Mm. I like that. I like that a lot because I think you also get the... The emotional and the human side of things when, we're, when you're talking to somebody's face and seeing their expressions and helping them that way and doing screen shares and everything else, I think it's a really, really good trend.
0: Well, yeah, because we teach a lot about the the more you move digitally, the more natural biological cues you remove. You remove tone of voice, you remove facial expressions, all these types of things. And video, obviously, is a, a better connection in that way. It's better than a phone call. You know, a, a, a face-to-face is better than video, is better than phone, is better than email, right? Mm-hmm. In, in most cases, mm-hmm. obviously, there's some context for what you're doing. So what's really sort of fascinating about this, though, so, is... As a customer, it scares me a little bit because while I would like it in most cases, sometimes I'm not sure I want the customer service rep to see the gestures I'm making as they <laughs> frustrate me.
1: I thought you were going to say, like, before you put your makeup on or something. <laughs>
0: I always have my makeup on.
1: <laughs> uh, but no, it's a good point. And I think that, I mean, I've had the experience when when video first started coming kind of onto the scene online, there was a uh, guy who became known. It was actually Scott Evest. He had a live video feed on his site all the time. So when you came to his website, you would see him like typing and doing some things that it was just like, whoa, can he see (laughs) me? (laughs) And I think that that might be surprising to people. And so communication around it and putting control into the customer's hands, making sure that you know, somebody j- doesn't just pop up on a video screen like, "Hey, nice robe you're wearing." <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's really important to make sure that customers feel very in control about how to start and end those communications because otherwise, it can be really super creepy. It is,
0: <laughs> and yeah, you, you always make fun of me for my post-it notes, but yes. you know, that's this is uh, I, I am a visionary apparently because <laughs> well, they are becoming more and more necessary.
1: <laughs> you're paranoid, so let's explain that. Yes. So. There are times where when we chat via video, I have to remind you to take your little sticker off of your uh, webcam lens. Absolutely.
0: And yeah, so I learned that a long time ago because one time I guess I'd been on a call or something. I just looked over after working for like 15 minutes and saw that my camera was still on. Yeah. And I realized, you know what, this is, uh, and then, I, then of course, since then, there's been all these stories of hacking the webcam and all mm-hmm. these kinds of things. So that's it. Sometimes, sometimes the uh, cheapest security is, yeah. You know, sometimes the padlock is better than the uh, $10,000 yeah. security system.
1: Well, well, and you're good for me because sometimes your paranoia rubs off and I <laughs> realize that I should probably be taking more precautions. It's not paranoia if they're actually after you. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Woody Allen. <laughs> but still, uh,
0: so, one of the companies is trying this and i have a smart tv now so mm-hmm. um very interesting, and uh, I didn't get the voice command, but you know, they they do so many things, and they're wired and they're connected to the internet. So, Sam Kung, so Samsung Samsung <laughs> Samsung Samsung is actually doing this because smart TVs are so complex. I can tell you they're very hard to navigate unless you're just sort of a tech person. You know all the different ways, especially if you have you know a DVR or a mm-hmm. PlayStation and a cable box and your Apple TV and all these things connected. You know it can get pretty complicated. So with Samsung, what they've done is you can call in and you read a pin off the TV. Hmm. Okay. So you're actually making a call as I understand it, and you read a pin off the TV and that gives them the ability to access and take control of your TV. So you have complete control of the whole process But you can give them control, and that way they can diagnose problems, customize Mm -hmm. settings. You can be talking them through what you want to do that you can't accomplish yourself, and they can be doing it right in front of your face.
1: I like that a lot. And you know what it reminds me of is, uh, as you know, I've had a lot of experience with software as a service companies, and there was one I was working with that uh, they created basically one of the first products where you could screen share and things like that. And after they introduced it to the world, they realized that there was a secondary market for it of people like me and my husband who sometimes are tech support for our parents. (laughs) (laughs) And not my, I should say, my dad's very tech savvy, but uh, there are times where we would get this call from somebody who shall remain nameless that rhymes with schmother in law and (laughs) I (laughs) you answer the call and she would just start with what she was looking at. Like, I'm looking at a black screen and there's a button and I don't know what to do. And so this software as a service product, what they realized was that this was being used by people like us who were screen sharing with their parents saying, okay, this is how you access your email. This is what you do. Um, And I think it's a great way to solve a problem in a far less frustrating way than actually saying, okay, what screen are you on? And can you click here and do that? Because that those go nowhere fast.
0: <laughs> well, I always like to say there's no phrase more terrifying to somebody under 40 than, hi, honey, it's mom. I just got a new iPad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. And, you know, it's, it's cool how this embedded idea is being embraced, not just through kind of the technology you would think about. But, uh, you know, one example is some banks are starting to use video screens in ATMs, Uh, for drive-throughs so that you can actually speak to somebody uh, kind of live, even though you might be driving through and it's a real person, which is pretty cool.
0: Well, yeah, it's a United Bank. Give a little shout out to the Southern folks. because I believe they're out of Atlanta. And it's really neat because one of the things it does is it increases their functional hours,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? It Mm -hmm. increases their hours on site because they can be closed with bankers hours, which somehow in all of the uh, change. Is <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's, how do we
1: get in on that action?
0: I know. I mean, that, that is the one thing that has stayed constant in all of business. Like nothing, <laughs> nothing else, everything else has changed and everyone's had to adapt to a more competitive, not the bankers. They're <laughs> fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they, I think the, the United Bank ones open like 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. So you can get a customized experience during a time that suits you because what is the problem with bankers hours what has it always been is that well that's everybody else's basic hours they can't get to the bank
1: right right no that's really cool that's really a win-win and i think i mentioned this pretty recently but there are some airports now that have these uh kind of live cutouts of uh video people so they're a full-size Kind of flat person and they're smiling and looking and you can go up and choose a language so if you have a question about the airport you can say okay i'm korean i'm gonna press the korean button and then this person on the video cut out will actually talk to you in your native tongue so that's very embedded uh customer service right where somebody needs it which i think is also a pretty clever way to do it that's um, very
0: old technology though because it is it's old. like it's like you know don't forget, welcome, welcome to Wally World. Parks closed, moose outside. Should have told you. <laughs> so, yeah, they had that's the talking right. moose in vacation. I mean, that's true. It, it's really Well, and hopefully
1: a, nobody will punch the poor video <laughs> thing.
0: It's just an extension of that. But no, it's, it's <laughs> a, to your point, it's a great use of basically embedding customer care into the experience in a physical environment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And making sure that it's kind of where somebody needs it. Um, throughout. So I think there are so many ways that if you think about your experience and think about where will somebody get hung up, where will they need this type of assistance? How can we put it right there for them and give them that control so that they can press the mayday button and talk to somebody and get what they need in that moment? I think that's there's tons of uses for this, and I think it's just going to take off from here.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the future is freaky, so the last one I'll mention, <laughs> Ed, just to get your uh,
1: War of the
0: Worlds Minority oh, Report, you know. Uh, here comes the paranoia, everybody. No, this is not paranoia at all. This is actually really cool. Well, it might be paranoia since there's more paranoia around this company than any other company in the history of the world, I think, mm. uh, but Microsoft Mm-hmm. is experience uh, experimenting with 3D holograms for this cool. very type of interaction where they can like literally show you how to build the thing or fix it. It's crazy. Oh, man. I- you know
1: who needs that is Ikea. <laughs> 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 Instead of the little tiny instructions and the Allen wrench, they could just have like the 3D hologram person who shows you how to put it together the right way the first time. <laughs> yeah,
0: with the Allen wrench.
1: <laughs> With the um, amount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. cool so stuff. the
0: future is very cool. We're gonna all have customer service at the touch of a button. And if you believe that, I've got some swamp land down here in Florida <laughs> to sell you. But it is cool and it's very cool what uh companies are doing and um to make their products better and to make customer service more immediate and more personal.
1: Absolutely. I can't wait to see where this goes.
0: So on that note, we hope you enjoyed episode 69 of Crack the Customer Code. You can see the show notes for this and all other episodes at CrackTheCustomerCode.com. Unfortunately, you cannot receive embedded customer care there. (laughs) However, you can still subscribe and give us feedback on the show.
1: Absolutely. And go ahead and ask questions. We'll answer them. We just won't be maybe right in your screen in that moment. Or holograms. Yeah. Just pretend we are. Um, <laughs> I'm Jeannie Walter. Sign up for customer experience webinars at CXWebinar.com and find my TEDx video at 360Connects.com.
0: And I'm Adam Teporek. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and training at stick.com. And until next time, take care of yourself.
1: And take care of your customers.